Welcome Ravens, I'm your host Morrigan Raven and you're listening to Ravens Ramblings. Episode 6, Body Positivity. Now I need to start this podcast with a little bit of a warning. I have a special guest with me today. So we've changed things up a bit on the podcast over here. It's not going to be me sitting here reading an essay that I've written that I'm hoping that you're interested in. I've actually got a special guest with me. But before we get into that, I would suggest if you are maybe under the age of 16, this podcast might not be for you. (laughs) And I need to put in some warnings that we will be talking about the following. Nudity, mental health, possibly about depression, eating issues and disorders, dysmorphia, possibly going down the kink, fetish and BDSM route, but not too far, you know, let's keep it tasteful. And we will be talking about prescribed medications. So who is my wonderful guest? Well, it's not only somebody that I know from kind of the modelling world, but also as a friend, I'd like to call her a friend. Yes. This is the wonderful Miss Jigglepuff. Jiggle, jiggle. (laughs) And she's a little bit crazy. Yeah. So... (laughs) Today we are discussing body positivity and all the good things around being in the plus size world that we can do to encourage others to love themselves and mm-hmm. not listen to the negativity. Yes. Now I'm going to throw in here something's recently quite hap- um, quite recently happened to me, I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, we're going to do this in one take today if we can. So if I stumble over my words and you listen to my YouTube, you know what I'm like. It's going to happen. <laughs> so recently I had a quick photo shoot taken. It was just a couple of pictures taken by the glamorous Griffin. And if you don't know who he is, he's my wonderful partner. <laughs> and it was of a product that I purchased. And I'm not going to name who they are, but it was a product that I purchased. And I said, oh, I'll take you some pictures sent it to them, and they put it up on their Instagram post. The next day, I literally had 200 comments where about 60% of those comments were calling me words like disgusting, phrases like a heart attack waiting to happen, promoting obesity. I just want to put it out there, guys. I may be a little bit unhealthy because I have a full-time job that through the pandemic has had me sat on my backside (laughs) not going to the gym because the gyms have been shut, working 18 hours a day and not having time to exercise or the energy to exercise at home. However, I am not a drain on society, a burden on the NHS. I am not pilled up to the max on various medications because, you know, I'm unhealthy. I'm actually a fairly healthy person. I have injuries, but my weight is no concern of yours unless it's sat on your face. And that is all (laughs) I'm going to say on that one. So I told you this podcast was going to be a bit different and it's going down (laughs) some routes. But anyway, enough about me. Miss Jigglepuff, tell us a little bit about you. Give us an introduction to who you are. So I'm a 34-year-old, heavily tattooed, kinky bitch. Um, Am I allowed to swear? You can say bitch on this. Okay. Just don't use the F or the C word. I will get in trouble. Okay, right. So I started... Uh, my own body positivity journey and self-acceptance on Instagram under Miss Jigglepuff. I chose that because I do love Pokemon. I am a bit of a nerd um, because I jiggle when I walk. (laughs) I know nothing about Pokemon. All I know is one really bad joke about Pokemon. Go on. How'd you get Pikachu on a bus? How? Pokemon. (laughs) 
Yeah, okay. It's that's that that's we'll really that terrible. That. <laughs> you can laugh. have that one free. I did laugh because I generally was like, huh? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah you can like, get oh, it terrible now. jokes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I love Jigglypuff. I'm obsessed with Jigglypuff, um, who I believe is a non-binary Pokemon because we don't know if it's a he, she, awesome. they. We like non-binary. We love we it. can deal with that. Um, I am a pansexual myself i don't care about the sex the gender the skin color if you're an alien anything um and this is what i promote basically i also am bipolar um i also have anxiety disorder i am medicated and i was very unhappy in the world and i just had a look around and you know what i was just bored yeah bored i wasn't even like angry i was just bored of seeing people put each other down i was fed up of seeing just negativity about weight gender lbgtq plus all of that and i just thought you know what i'm just gonna put me out there because i kind of have a bit of everything going on (laughs) and see what people's reaction is and you know what i'm lucky that i've not really had any negative negativity um and if i did if i have had I've, I've i've probably had more so when i've stood up for other people on their instagram and when i've had it back i'm just like uh yeah that's fine you're just boosting this person's algorithm keep going keep going Argue and that's, with me. and that's what you were saying to me earlier when yeah, i was telling yeah. you what happened and the, and the strange thing is that post that went up on that person's shop and i if you are listening i do apologize that you had to put up with that but you shouldn't apologize for it. Yeah. Negativity and basically verbal abuse yeah. is probably the most I have had yeah. in all the times that I've done modeling shoots. Yeah. I've had so much positive feedback mm-hmm. about being plus size and putting myself out yeah. there. Yeah. And then this one photograph goes up on a company who went, look at what she's wearing on her shoes. And suddenly it's verbal abuse city on yeah. how I look. Yeah. Do, do you feel that things like, face, um, not necessarily Facebook as much, but things like Instagram, where it is based around a visual thing? Because obviously you can put a yeah. status on yeah, Facebook, there's not a visual. Yeah. But do you find with things like Instagram and TikTok now, not yeah. that I'm into that world particularly, um, do you find that it's become worse or I think it's become worse for the trolls and the people that have nothing better to do. The keyboard warriors. Yeah, yeah. The yes. keyboard warriors. The people that are jealous. I do believe there's jealousy out there. I believe there's people who don't um who are probably bullied or have been bullied, people that are probably unhappy in their homes, people that have been held down by family tradition, all of those things in the world. At the end of the day, you know, there is still the stigma around fat people. And I call myself fat now. I've taken back the word fat. I have, I'm not completely fat all over. I am obese. I am in the obese thingy. I'm a curvy girl. Um, And at the end of the day, there's nothing wrong with being fat. Is the worst thing in the world to be a fat human being? No, I do not go to the doctor's half as much as I know other people do who are not as big as me. I take absolute, um, uh, what's the word, accountability for my body. I try and improve it. I have 
always struggled to lose weight. I have health conditions that attribute to this. I have polycystic ovary syndrome. That's one thing where you really struggle to lose weight. Um, I also am on bipolar medications that make you gain weight um, and also make it very hard to lose weight and make you ravenously hungry. Um, I have told psychiatrists I'm not taking this anymore. And that was only when I was able to lose the six stone. And when you go through some of my modeling photos, which I'm now Miss Dolly Duda on Instagram as well for that. And we will link everything below. Yeah, don't worry. yeah. Um, but I started it with Miss Jigglepuff um, with the, the modeling is because I just thought I'm going to kind of go through and you can see how my weight fluctuates so much. And it's all it is me as well. Don't get me wrong. I love a chocolate bar. I love cake. I love chocolate. I love sweet things. But I love vegetables. I love fruit. I love potatoes. I'm part Irish. What Irish person is not going to love a potato? I know where you're going. <laughs> Believe me. Mashed potatoes come from Yeah. Yeah. And um, it also comes from eating patterns. Um, I, you know, don't have the greatest eating patterns sometimes. Routine in my life is very hard when you have bipolar. Yeah. So Routine's hard when you have a job like mine. I yeah. mean, I don't, I get up at six o'clock in the morning. And I don't want to eat until no. about half past nine no. at the earliest, by no. which point I'm probably in a meeting mm -hmm. or stuck on a customer call or in the middle of something. So it's going to be waiting for the sandwich van to come round at 1030. Yeah. So and then you've got other things going on and probably a phone call that you've missed. So it's probably 1130 before I can get to eat. Yeah. And everyone will go, oh, but if you just had a slice of toast for breakfast or if you just had cereal, I have tried all yeah. my life. Yeah to have breakfast my body rejects it yeah so if i eat within two hours of getting up i'll just be sick because yeah. my my body doesn't want that type yeah. of food that early in the morning yeah. and even if i i have a smoothie i have to be very very careful yeah that i've left it a good i have like that gag 90 minutes yeah, yeah. it's the... like you just, it just yeah. does not want to stay in your stomach because your body's kind of still not awake yeah that. and and exactly and i think as well i have insomnia as well so sorry just gonna sound like i'm this sick child that lives in the corner rocking back just and very forth poorly, love, yes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i promise i'm not just this little you know golem in the corner but you know insomnia i've had for 12 years now i've been medicated half my life and that's another thing not just medicated people have that reaction i'm the same i've never enjoyed breakfast i will try to eat within a couple of hours getting up but you know whether i'm having a good day or bad day i don't enjoy eating the same as exactly the same as you a good three four hours after I've woken up the most i can handle is maybe a cup of tea yeah um or a, a cold My morning coffee That's yeah it. <laughs> yeah I, I'm, I'm a tea girl but you know when my partner sam was here from italy you know he'd make a mean cappuccino and i got quite used to a cappuccino uh with some italian little biscuit breakfast biscuits oh, and that nice. was that that was fine i could handle that but any more than three or four biscuits and i do i feel like i'm gonna retch yeah because i just i can't handle it and i think this is you know from my own experience i mean i'm i'm larger than you are but yeah. i have been a lot larger than i am and I've now. Been, I've, i'm six stone down now but i put two stone on over covid and i now can't lose that again yeah but i'm eating exactly the same diet if anything better and I can't lose, I can kind of lose a pound. And I think a lot of people, I, I look at when I was growing up, I had a family who it was very much you eat everything that's on your plate. And like you said, when you come from that Irish background, portions were large. Yeah. And if you didn't eat it, 
you knew damn well that you were going to get it served up for the next yeah. meal because you don't waste food in this yes. house. Yeah. And I think that kind of ingrained thing now where, you, where you're certainly getting all these experts yes. that say you only eat until you fall then you stop. Like, was it that Paul McKenna that did that whole... I can make you thin by changing the way you think. Think, yeah, yeah. And it was great. It was like, well, eat slowly, and then as soon as you're full, stop. Yeah. But when you come from a family, when you're seven or eight years old, and you're being told you're eating the same as your dad, and that's what you're given, yeah. and your portions are huge, Yeah. you know, your stomach expands. You get to that point yeah. where you constantly want that amount yeah. of food. I mean, yeah. even now, my portion control can be a bit dodgy. Yeah. But I do try and curb what I eat. Yeah. And... I also think, you know, I think we know more now that I'm not saying there is a fat gene, but genetics has a lot to do with it. Definitely. I talk a lot, certainly in my YouTube videos, about, and I have done in my podcast as well, around my bingo wing arms and how I can't get blouses to fit because they're made for skinny arms. Jackets. Jackets don't yep. fit around the boobs or where I've got a double belly. Yeah. You know, it's that kind of feeling that you're you're the you're the odd one out but actually when i look at my grandmother yeah and i look at my mum and even my sister and i've seen other pictures of other women in our genetic bloodline we all have the same figure yeah, yeah. now my mum will tell you she's been to a doctor when she was i mean she's quite large for her age as well she's doing brilliantly for her age mm. but she's a large lady as well and she went to the doctor and one doctor turned around and said, nobody ever, nobody fat ever came out of a concentration camp. You eat too much and you don't work out enough. <sighs> so after she nearly punched him, <laughs> after she nearly punched him for being so rude, my mum at the time was in the gym for three hours every single day, Monday to Friday. Yeah. And she would eat literally for dinner a couple of slices of ham. And I'm talking, you know, the thin normal the thin slice of ham. ham. Yeah maybe a couple of small new potatoes. And when we say a salad, we're talking two slices of cucumber, maybe two pieces of lettuce and a tiny bit of cheese. Mm. That was her whole meal. And she wouldn't even finish it because her stomach couldn't take it. Mm. But she's a large lady. So how is somebody who works out that much yeah. and eats so little? Yeah. When you look at somebody who suffers with something like anorexia, yeah. who works out that much and eats so little... She's yeah. had to do a food diary, and at one point she was eating some less than six hundred calories a day. And, and they're like, "That's so dangerous! That's How? so dangerous! How can a doctor condone that?" More, yeah, she put on more weight. Yeah, she went to Weight Watchers, and she went, "I'm surrounded by people who admit that they would sit down and eat a twenty-piece gatto. I couldn't even eat one slice without feeling sick." Yeah. So all the things they were trying to put her on, like pastas and brick, mm. all these things, like right, she said, "I just can't eat it." Mm. And when she did go on a proper nutritious diet that was given to her by a professional nutrition, she gained a stone and a half. It's crazy. And it's like, why Why do people not understand that some people just have a genetic body yeah. that is large? Yeah. You know, I've had fun taken out of me in the last few weeks about the size of my legs. Yeah. You've literally, in the last couple of hours, felt my calves. Now, are they muscle yeah. or are they fat? They're muscle, yeah. Um, and I have muscle. the same condition as well, like, where my, my calves are muscle as well. You can't and get high leg boots to fit. No. You can't get socks. Except no. thunder thighs, quick plug. 
Yeah. <laughs> you know, thank God for companies like Snag Tights. Yeah, bring Snag Tights, absolutely amazing. But, you know, we, we're getting into this thing like that people still think you sit on a coach all day and don't go to work. You sit and eat fried chicken for every single meal. Well, you live off milkshakes. This and is full an example. I'm do, I live by the. I used to. I went to Slimming World when I was. I was on a medication called Olanzapine. People with bipolar, schizophrenia, we get given this medication. Okay, it's a. It's an antipsychotic. Um, I like to quote these medications because I know there's people out there that are on this. Don't feel alone, okay? And also don't please be scared to go to your doctors, your psychiatrist, your support coach, your care codes and say, look, I'm not alone. I've put so much weight on with this medication. Um, I used to be a mental health support worker before I lost my job due to a breakdown. Um, this was back in 2014. I now just do a cleaning job. I started this job in May. Now, my body has become a little bit more defined. I said... Um, since I lost uh, my six stone, I put two stone on over COVID. Now, I started my job back in May. My body has become a little defined. And I've lost some inches. I have not lost a single pound in doing three hours on my feet, heavy cleaning at a school. Okay? Well, I, know, I last saw you when October last year? Yeah. October 2020. We're now September. So it's been nearly a year. Yeah. And I can honestly say you've got a better defined waistline now than you did when I saw Thank you. you. Thank you so much. Thank Mo you. Much better. Yeah. You, you've I mean, almost got that little nipped yeah, in waist yeah, look. Yeah. Whereas I know when you did the shoot, because we did a photo shoot together. Yeah. Um, not together, but in, in kind of a group. Yeah. And, and you did that the wedding Halloween. dress one. Yeah. And if, I hope you don't mind me saying no. this, but if you actually look at your pictures, you're quite up and down. Yeah. Whereas yeah. now you've got that waistline. I did, exactly. And I was, I was actually lighter then. Yeah. I was actually nearly a stone and a half lighter in that photo. But you would have built up muscle, and muscle is heavier than yeah, fat. Exactly. And that's another that's thing another people thing. don't get. Don't even get me If you started. go into personal training and you're trying to lose weight, just for mm. anyone out there that, that may be on a weight loss journey, if you are a larger person and you're trying to lose weight and you are being weighed every session, ask them to stop weighing you every session and ask them to weigh you once a month because the initial buildup of muscle underneath any fat you are trying mm -hmm. to burn off will make you instantly heavier yeah so it is going to literally affect you mentally that you are not losing weight and get you into a very unhealthy thing of this is not happening yeah and i think this is why diets don't work and yeah. why people start these journeys of of weight loss and i know we're going kind of off ta on a tangent here um but I think people start these weight loss journeys and they go, I must go to the gym and I must no. do this. I mean, and they do it, but they're weighing themselves every day. I mean, I did it. I got religious yeah, about I weighing did. myself. I did. And I think it's that education needed around actually weigh yourself at the beginning and then don't weigh yourself for nine weeks. Yeah. Two yeah. months, three months. I actually... Because you're going to build up muscle, which weighs heavier, before you burn the fat off. I actually and completely I dispel. The, I, I, I completely dispel the scales. I now do not use scales at all. Don't blame you. When I first lost my six stone, I was obsessed. I was like, oh my god, I lost a stone. Oh my god, because I put on four and a half stone with a lanzapine. Okay, in the space of three and a half months. Yeah, three and a half to four months. Okay, I now have sleep apnea, as I was telling yeah. you. Um, because of this, I have more health issues because of putting weight on from medication I need for my mental health. Now, I definitely needed it because I'd had a breakdown. I was very unhappy for four years. I did not want to be here. But that medication, I did even not even realise how much of what I call myself a potato. 
I looked. I looked like a kawaii potato, right? And I was like, I went to my cousin's wedding in Cyprus. And I was like, oh, I still look cute. I had my hair curled and everything. I look back now and I'm like, Jesus Christ. I could not even see my chins from my face to my chest. I was just like, wow. And I still look at that photo and I'm like, it's fine. Because I now have self-acceptance. Yeah. <laughs> but now, after when I lost weight, I became so obsessed with my body and I did not like what I saw when I lost the weight I could look at that photo and still like myself even though I was bigger when I lost the six stone obsessed with my body don't like this don't like that oh my god this is disgusting like I had dysmorphia mm. and I didn't even realize it until I set up Miss Jigglepuff now your question earlier was why did I set up Miss Jigglepuff yeah. on, on your on your paper um because uh, my niece, one of my nieces, um, she was struggling herself with some bulimia and she finally came to me and my mom and told us and I supported her through that, of course. I, you know, I did not make her feel bad. I said, you know what, let's get this sorted. She's She'd been bullied a lot anyway and I was like, let's get this sorted. So I went with her to an eating clinic and I was, again, like I said, just fed up what is it with all these false idols out there as well who are like kim k is one of my big dislikes <coughs> if you want i've got a big fat ass and i like my big fat ass if i ever lose weight i still want my big fat ass don't take that away from me because you know what people pay to get those these days they get fat sucked out from one place to get it in their booty and i'm like and isn't that funny because i was watching the other day um oh totally forgotten her name on youtube lux area and she was talking about, because she does the reviews of, like, plastic surgery. Right. And she did a review of um, back of the good old days of Trini and Susanna and what not to wear. Uh, and that was, like, what, early 2000s? God, yes. When nobody wanted a booty. And now people are paying surgeons to yeah. give them and one. And it's like Kim And K. we're going, hey, we got it naturally, How long darling. she lied about her body and stuff. And I'm yeah. like, no, that's not okay. Because if you want to do that stuff, I have nothing wrong with plastic surgery, lips, this, nope. that, and the other. You do what you've got to do. I think it's great. But don't lie about it. Be yes. honest about your changing. Especially because... if you are so public. Because yes. J-Lo, um, she actually came out and said that I'm sick to death of being told that I've done butt implants. I haven't. I she's do, always had that booty. But she's always had the booty. She's Puerto Rican background, yeah. which gives her yeah. a genetic booty anyway. Yeah. And she does, what is it, 250 squats every yes. morning? So she's worked yeah. her own muscles exactly. to get that. And that's Whereas I mean. Kim K is, mm, what do you mean I've got a bun this big and I've not paid for it? Of course you have, love. Yes. That's not even natural. And it's just like, and, and that's what gives people dysmorphia. I mean, when I lost the weight and, you know, when I set up Miss Jigglepuff, and I, my first photo shoot, I, I a guy from the fetish scene, um, great photographer, CJC, um, if you look at my photography, you, you will be able to see I'm in PVC dresses and this, that and the other. I've been part of the fetishing for many, many years. And, you know, it's not as conceited or seedy as it sounds. It's just being part of a community that understands that you have kinks. It can be anything you like. Um, you know, spanking. It can be, you know, just you like to have your hair pulled a bit. You know, that's still a kink. Don't let people kink shame you. If you just like having your hair pulled, you go for it. But anyway, I love a PVC dress. You know, I like to be a little bit dominant and this, that and the other. Women can be dominant and we're usually better at it. 
just saying um and um I he he wanted to he was like your tattoos are amazing I, I you know I want to do that and I was like do you know what let's do it and he was like what you want to do full nude and I was like I need to do this I want to do it for my niece I want to do it for the people saying I love your body I want people to say you know you've done so well with the weight loss because I know that people still say think it's okay to be like you know wow you've lost so many you look amazing don't say that can you just say you look really good because if people then say thanks i've lost a bit of weight and i feel really good about it that's great but if you say god you lost so much weight and then people say it's the you've lost weight now you look amazing yes. no sweetheart you always look yes. fabulous and i always say no matter what size you are you look amazing but if you say to someone you're looking really good at the moment and if they say thanks because i lost weight then you know they feel good because they've lost the weight but sometimes someone might just be glowing because of the outfit they're wearing or because they've changed their hair or they've got their nails did or it's because of the style of clothing yes and it's this is something else i've said you know i'm a larger girl i can't wear because of my my triple B, which is the boobs, the upper belly and lower belly, <laughs> if I wear something to my proper waist, which is actually between my two rolls of belly fat, it looks horrendous. But if I pull that skirt up to my boob line, where well, hey, suddenly I've got an hourglass figure and it exactly. looks fantastic. Exactly. And it's, it's how you wear the clothes. So maybe they've just had a bit of fashion advice. Yeah. But it, I totally agree with you. It is awful to turn around and somebody and go, oh, now you look amazing. Now you've, no, I had a, everybody is beautiful. I had, a, I had a lot of that. And I, I know, I think a lot of people from certain families, it's a very old school mentality. And I don't get particularly offended all the time. But I think it's just about educating people as well. Because for me, a lot of it was like, um, I became so in my head, like I said, about when I lost the weight and I hated my body. So I was like, right, I'm going to have a nude shoot. I don't like being naked by myself. If I'm so hot in my flat, or if I've just been with my partner or whatever, I will slide off the bed, put a vest on and a pair of pants, because I hate being nudy. So I'll be like, oh, I'm naked, put something on. So Whereas when, when I'm at home, I don't care. If I've just got a pair of pants on, I'll just wander around the house. I don't give a see in front of my partner, because yeah. he sees me like that anyway. But no, in front of other people, no. I'm a bit see, more... See, this is the really strange thing. So when I went for this shoe, I was like in my leggings and this and that. And he was like, okay, just take it a bit at a time. Colin was really great. He's a great photographer anyway. So I was like, okay. So I just went down to my bra and my leggings. Then I went down to my bra and my pants. And me boobies is nothing. I don't care about my boobies. They're natural boobies. They've got stretch marks. They're sagging a bit. Tell me somebody who doesn't. They sit on my belly. But you know what? I love boobies of all shapes and kinds. You embrace them boobies, girls, because boobies are fucking... Uh, sorry. They're ducking amazing. <laughs> and um, so, yeah. So then, And eventually, I, I, I took off my leggings. My worst part is accepting my legs still. I'm still accepting my fundifies and the cellulite. But do you know what? Cellulite doesn't bother me anymore. I'm just, it's me inner thighs when they're clapping, you know, this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I was like, you know, I'm going to do this. And I, I had my first shoot. When you see photos from my first shoot, which now after I've done this and you put this up, this podcast, I'm going to post some of my photos from my first shoot because I don't think I've ever put any up. Or if I have, they've been like the ones that aren't so bad. But I'm going to show you how awkward I was compared to what I am now. Because that journey was insane. I, You can see how comfortable I am being naked. The fact that I got my nuni out because I don't do open leg and I don't do show my nuni. Um, but I even text my friends when we sat down and had a break. And um, my cousin Kerry and my friend Sarah, Collie, I said, oh my God, I'm sitting naked on Colin's sofa 
fully naked and they're like what you're never naked and I was like I know so and 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 that's where it started for me I was just like I need to go full out I need to look at my body and I need to see what the what the problem is and I just looked at my and I didn't recognize myself I was like who the hell is that and I I struggled for so long and even sometimes now I look back at some of the photos and I'm like that's not me because when I look in the mirror and I'm not glammed up and I'm not I've not done my hair or everything. I really do struggle sometimes with seeing the same person when I look in the mirror or even if I look back at selfies in my phone. I really struggle. And that is part of the dysmorphia part. But I can get over it and that is part of my mental health side. So talking about the mental health side, you know, obviously I know you personally that you've had a lot of trauma in your past Mm. and you've been on various medications. But following that photo shoot mm-hmm. what really kick-started you into and, and not what went on in your mind to say now I want to accept myself where did it what did what started it and where did you take it what started it was even though I struggled with a lot of those photos is when I put up a couple of the photos I got, and then I carried, I did another couple of shoots and stuff. I did a really great shoot with Chris, uh, Crystal KJ Photography. Who oh, the one I've with. done with, yeah. yeah. Uh, she's amazing. Lovely little Clacton Essex lady. She's absolute stunning. And oh my God, you've seen her PVC shoot she's done. Yeah. Absolute stunning model as well. Um, and I did a boudoir shoot with her 50s style. Uh, got some Betty Page lingerie from Playful Promises. And that was a completely different one. I almost... Uh, completely did a u-turn and i was like do you know what that was just a starter go for what you feel comfortable in now and i i've always loved rockabilly and stuff like that so i kind of almost went for a persona yeah now, being bipolar i call my voices um dolly yeah which is kind of my fetish name anyway and um priscilla <laughs> Dolly's the really manic one, and Priscilla's like the bitch. I'll leave you alive. Yeah, like yeah. leave me alone. I'm in a depression, and then so so you've basically got D- Dolly, who's your, your kind of flapper, yeah, manic, jiggly, yeah. really happy, yeah, and then you've got Priscilla, who's the drag queen. Priscilla, yes, <laughs> that's the one. Yes, and she's more like the fetish side of things. So yeah. you know, if I've got a whip in my hand in a photo shoot, you know, I'm feeling fierce don't mess with me and then when I'm doing like my boudoir and I'm like all like oh cute look at my eyelashes yeah so so I kind of went to crystal shoot like with a persona yeah like I'm gonna do this because we need more women support women men support men everyone support everybody humans do humans we need to support everyone I'm gonna put my self on the line I don't care if I get criticized because I generally the thing is no, I've got the tattoo around my neck. Yeah. I'm my own worst nightmare. I generally don't give a flying duck. Got it right. Got it right. <laughs> <laughs> what anyone else thinks about me. So when you told me about your things, that, that kills me. Now, if I would have seen those comments, I would have been straight on there like, keep going, guys. You're just boosting this person's algorithm. She don't care what you think. Because... And the stupid thing is, when I she actually sent me a picture of the likes. And at the time, I think I was fourth most liked picture. Yeah, at the time, you know, because you can go onto Instagram and yeah, you can yeah. do a history have, of the yeah, pictures, yeah, can't you? And it was like the fourth like picture. And she went, "I'm so sorry, you've got so many likes." Yeah, and it had something like twelve hundred likes, which 
is probably the most I've ever had on any picture. Yeah. And then I looked at it like yesterday morning and there's nearly 2,200 likes on that photo. Yeah. Yet there was all these people suddenly having a go at me. Yet there's 2,000 people sitting there going, of, actually, we like this. So if you think of 60 comments to the 2,000 odd people that are liked it, that's nothing. That's no, not even but in the it's ratio. always the ones that hurt. So how do you... I mean, I know I didn't let it ruin my birthday. Good. But it did ruin my birthday morning because that's the first thing I saw when I woke yeah. up. And I know people are going, well, don't check your phone first thing in the morning. But I was on holiday. You're gonna, you're you gonna. know, I checked. The, there's three things I do when I get up in the morning. I check the news. I check the weather. I check. I know certainly around this time of year, I've got a lot of per people that have birthdays. My yeah, best yeah, friend. Yeah, of course. I always get the dates confused. So I check Facebook for birthdays. And I check Instagram yeah. because of my and YouTube. And that's normal. Most people check their medias. And then it's, it's not, like, oh, well, you don't speak to your partner. He started work at six o'clock. This was 10 in the morning. Yeah. I didn't have to get up for work. So I, you know, it was kind of a lazy morning. It was probably that kind of half an hour getting up, check my phone yeah. kind of thing. And it was just like, what the hell has, yeah. has happened? And, and I've not been on so much of a body positivity journey but i'm trying i mean i'm and you have come so far from when i first met you i oh, mean christ yeah your looks your lookbooks you do um messing around with your style i mean when i met you it was so goth it was ridiculous i mean literally everything just black you've got blue in your hair i know i did go through a phase Bluey of having green. bright, bright colored hair for a long time yeah but i just took it to black mainly because it was easier yeah but i mean you've you've got I always feel like you've refound yourself again. Um, in my, I mean, I didn't know you before, but it was like the photo shoot, you had a presence about you anyway. And then now you've just kind of, you know, you are putting yourself out there. And when you're going to put yourself out there, you're going to get negativity. Yes. I mean, I, I actually, I do remember one negative comment and it came from Emily Boo's, an Emily Boo fan who was around the twist i mean i, I mean i'm mental but uh, i've got the certificate to say i am but this girl was not even on that she was a I, I, I'm, I'm i'm an agnostic i do not hate religion i'm very open to it but this girl was a a christian god believer oh. and she was saying how god hated me and that i was a sinner and this thing happened i was like do you know what i don't usually fight with these people but she, she was like, how does a 50-year-old woman post these pictures of herself? And I was like, okay, first of all, at the time I was only like 31. I was like, I think, or 32. I was like, excuse me, I'm not 50 years old and I know I do not look that old. I was like, no, you I, don't. I barely got a wrinkle. <laughs> so I got very offended by this part. That was the part I got offended by. <laughs> I'm not being called a sinner. Excuse me, that God hates me. Yeah. I'm more offended you thought I had wrinkles. I, like, I don't care if God hates me, which one hates me, because there's many gods out there for different people. And then I was just like, wow. And I was like, look, what's your problem? Do you have a mental health condition? Do you want to talk about it? So me, I've got a nickname called Mama Sheesh, because if someone comes at me, I want to try and help them because they've got an issue. They've been bullied or this, that, and clearly I could see this young girl. She was young. She was like 16. She was unhinged. So I was like... <laughs> I was allowed like, to say that these days. Yeah, because she was. I mean, she was coming at me with all this hate. And I was like, do you know what? This is why I don't like the Bible. I was like, it's my least favourite because it's got so spread so much hate. I was like, do you know what? Come at me with something new and something thingy. I know a bit about the Bible. My granddad was Christian. I said, I've got a Jewish heritage on another side. I said... 
come at me. I said, it's got an Irish family, you probably got the born in Catholic piece yeah, as exactly. well. Yeah, exactly. I said, so come at me with a valid piece of information from the Bible and I'll dispel it for you. And I, do you know what? I'm an educated person. I got an A and RE. That's the only A I got, but you've come at the wrong person. So she went quiet on me. So I think I, you know, you just need to educate people. It's all about education spreading your positive message and keeping yourself positive and putting your guard up because you do need to keep a bit of a guard because these people are just ignorant and that's my honest belief at the end of the day if you're just going to believe that because also you have the negativity still out there of men in their high towers and i will say mostly men putting out cellulite cream still which is absolute rollicks putting out these creams that will make you better make you prettier make you thinner make you this make you that it's all bollocks it's like you cannot get rid of cellulite with a cream it's impossible and i think there is that <clears throat> and they're profiting from it from us yeah i think there's this inherited view and i think i touched on it on a previous one where i talk about the fashion houses yeah now you look at a lot of the big designers they're men yeah you know if you look at versace um Valentino, you know, all these big Gucci, they all started by men yeah. on their perception of the ideal woman. And their perception of the ideal woman was somebody like Audrey Hepburn, that, in that iconic Gucci yeah. black dress. Yeah. Now, all these fashion houses, these days, although they say that they're starting to... I was just going to embrace say a slightly larger bodies, and I think I read the Met Gala. Uh, had... Was it not the Met Gala? There was somewhere else. The VMAs. Um, no, there was a was it an Instagram post um, talking about how? Um, no, I tell you what, it was a post by Snag Tights. Okay. On Facebook, and they were saying, you know, how fashion houses and the fashion industry only think you can be cute in outfits if you're skinny and they gear everything to the skinny person but it's great that there's companies like snag tights um seraphim naima and i'm sorry if i pronounced that wrong thunder thighs <laughs> all these little independent even xo umbra that i keep plugging as well yeah all these there's little... also a company called new girl order and they go up to size i think it is 28 or even bigger than that i, I think. think they do a 30 in some yeah, of their range as well and they're so good i love them but even looking at, you know, I've, I've mentioned it previously as well, yours clothing that's meant to be for a bigger person, they start at 14. 14 is not plus size. No. The and national like, average is a 16 I think to 18. some of their clothes are so 14. unflattering as well. Unflattering sacks is what they are. Yes. They have no shape. They are baggy comfort fabrics these days that and just some don't of the do anything. Some of the prints on their tops are so... Garish. That <laughs> your face and you just said that garish. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's yeah. not just that. They're also they're aimed at um, people who are not meant to be seen. That's yes. what I feel like. But can I just say as well with the EMAs, uh, no, the VMAs and the Met Gala, I read a BuzzFeed thing, and it was all the plus size beautiful women. I mean, Melissa McCarthy, crush of my oh, life. Yes, Lizzo, be eating on Instagram. The the oh. I love her. Please watch her booty bouncing. It's amazing. Um, and these women all coming out saying, I can only get dressed every now and then. Now they're super, super famous. But when they first start to become famous, had their, their first big movie, 
could not get dresses. But now the fashion houses want them to wear their outfits, yeah. so they will make something specifically, specifically for, for them. them. So you will probably well, before find, they won't dress them, and I think that's disgusting. But what you'll probably find is someone like Melissa McCarthy has gone to three designers. And She's gone, got okay, her own company now. I'm I'm going to the, the gala. I want to wear this, and all her PR people have gone out and gone right. This actress, who is now mega famous, mega yeah. superstar, wants to wear your clothing, and they have rushed around and rallied around and yeah. made her a project. No, stop making no. women projects. Well, she and she actually has a human. When I was reading it, they put Melissa McCarthy, and they said um, they they a lot of places were dressed. So it just proves even when you're that famous and you've got the money to pay for it. Places still don't want to dress her, but she's now got her own plus size company that makes these kind of things for other people. And I was like, that's disgusting. That's yeah. disgusting that even these beautiful, I mean, they're so beautiful as well. And I'm just like, do you know what? That is, that's a, that, that really let me down because I studied fashion at uni. I didn't finish it because I didn't know I was bipolar back then. <laughs> and uh, I quit and then spent the rest of my student money to go on holiday for three weeks. So, and I partied hard um, <laughs> in Ibiza in Bulgaria. But anyway, um, and I love the, I love fashion. Yeah. But I think fashion is per person. Yes, and I don't. Th I think if you want to be a high street shopper, go for it. For me personally, I love a thrift shop before it became really popular. And see, I, I have problems with thrift shops in the fact that the only things I ever see in stylish in thrift shops, and I hate to say it, is normally stuff that I've donated because I go out of my way to find. And like I said, I, I'm quite privileged in the fact that I have no kids. I have a very well paid job. Yeah, you know, I can afford. Not this year, obviously, because I'm not buying new clothes. But when I buy new clothes, I can afford to spend that extra 20 or 30 pounds on something yeah. to get a brand that will fit me rather than having to buy do you know what from I love thrift shops, what, which I have had to do. What I love doing with thrift shops, though, is customising. It's such... It's getting the sizes, because I'm but bigger than you. So, it's if, getting the if, sizes If something for me. doesn't fit me, so many times I've just cut up, put more fabric in. I'm I used not to that do it good. more. I'm but not then, that good. To be I fair, I, I haven't done it for years because I'm lazy as hell and I'm a crap sewer. Um, but when I was a fashion student, I used to love it. And one of my favourite dresses that actually I did a shoot with Saria in, Saria Goy, um, Goy Photography, um, is my, <laughs> I call it my cow splat dress, but it's uh, I, I turn it into a boob tube because it was very tight. Hmm. And I literally nearly had, I had to be peeled out of it because I couldn't. Off. but it's now a boob tube top and i put elastic in the middle and it's because it was very flowy at the bottom that yeah. was fine because you know big butt and thighs but um and then i wore a shawl thing over here from man summers and that was for my carillo deville um oh, I remember that dress. Yeah, yeah and i love that dress it cost me three pound 20 and Bargain. I still have it. I still have it. And luckily, you have the talent to be able to do it. But there's a lot of people that maybe can't. don't have the talent. I mean, don't look at the stitching. It's terrible. It's hand sewn. <laughs> and it's not even proper stitching. It's like, yeah. you know, when you have to kind of like do the, the rough stitching for the sewing machine. Just don't look at that. But it looks great in the photo. <laughs> as long as it holds together for the photo. Yeah. That's all you need it for. Yeah. Um. So, obviously, we're conscious of time here that we yeah. have been talking for quite a while. What is your ultimate message to everybody? I mean, I know mine is, you know, just do who do you just i put it you. in everything be who you want to be think... wear what you want to wear yeah and screw the haters basically if, yeah. if you want to go out and you want to wear hot pants and yeah i mean i i recently did a review on um a thunderthized prototype product which is a waist garter coming out very soon ladies keep <laughs> keep look and, and gentlemen you can wear it too yeah and i went out in a pair of thigh high socks 
hot pants or shorts that um the shorts I wear under my dresses to cover my pants because yeah. I don't like to show them and a dress that barely covered those shorts yeah. and I couldn't care less I felt so good awesome and I know the dress was too tight for me and I know it was more of a top, but do you know what? I felt sexy as hell in that outfit. Hell yeah. And I went down the local supermarket. So I'm now 44 years old and I'm going out in hot pants and thigh high socks and I couldn't care less. That's great. I love that. And if other people, I got some people looking at me and some people crossed the aisle, and but other people smiled. And I'm trying now to focus more on the smiles and the... yeah kind of looks in people's eyes that go oh maybe I could wear that yeah. or they've come up and asked me oh where did you get that or I yeah. love this or I love that and it's you know something I've mentioned previously as well in another podcast is the more eccentric my outfit is the less hate I get yeah because people want to do that do you know how many like I'd say 40 pluses come up to me in the street because I tend to do wear I wear what the hell I want. I love mixing colours. I hate being matchy-matchy. See, I, that's one thing I can't do. I can't mix colours. I, I don't wear colour. Do you know what? I love mixing all of my colours. And I get so many people come up to me. And even when I, I went to um, uh, Morocco by myself to celebrate when I got discharged from the mental health team, and I made a, a, a kin of a friend there. She's a 60-something-year-old woman. You know, her husband had passed away. She was there by herself, could speak Moroccan perfectly because she learnt it in the hotel. She goes there every year and she is wearing like this uh, Jamaican moo dress. She travels all around the world by herself. And she saw me and she went, oh my God, you're just divine. And I was like, oh, it's me when I'm older. It's going to be me. Oh my God. Like, because I have so many people that do come up to me and Emily and my friend Sophie, they ha Emily Boo hates it. So like, why do people always come and talk to you? I hate it because she's just like everyone wants to speak to you and I'm like I don't know and I because people are like wow I love your outfit oh I love your tattoos or because and it is something stupid I went to Camden yeah a couple of a few weeks ago my I best get people mate. take my pictures in Camden I've I love had, it I've had people taking my picture in Camden we we were literally walking through we were both gothed up because we we decided we were going to go out a little bit early yeah get something to eat and then go out for the night in Camden yeah. and we were I mean I had that dress i wore for the um Halloween. modeling competition oh outfit. okay so the one oh, yeah. with the lace cross back and the ruching oh, yeah. at the front yeah. just a long summer dress i must have got stopped four or five times by people going excuse me can you give me directions to such and such and it's like i'm not even local i know where i am because it's yeah, camden yeah. it's my second home but you know i wasn't seeing other people getting stopped and asked directions yeah. it was always me yeah and if i'm even if i'm on my own and i'm gothed up i will be the one that gets stopped and yeah. asked directions even in my hometown it's good because i love uh, my message to people is stop the stigma educate yourselves if you're not educated or educate others not in a horrible way stop being snidey stop being like oh you're not wearing a brand brands don't matter support small businesses small businesses need the work do you know what i mean they put in so much effort to create something that you love and they're more inclusive and they're more inclusive and do you know what if they haven't got your size yet they're probably working on it big big brands the problem is you know what i'm still guilty i still shop at killstar sometimes i my new year's resolution don't buy anything full price because i mean killstar to be fair they're not worth the full price in my opinion um but my new year's resolution was not to buy anything full price everything's got to be in the sales because i I'm guilty with my bipolar when I'm manic, I buy stuff. And also, if I don't need it and I'm not wearing it, sell it on. My Depop is lit with stuff at the moment because I keep buying stuff. If I don't wear it within a month or so, if I haven't got plans for a photo shoot, 
I'm selling it. I've I've still got stuff that I bought from Killstyle that's got the labels on it. Yeah. And I bought it for a photo shoot and yeah. I put it on the other day going, Oh, I'll do it for the one I'm doing, but yeah. I put it on and when that looks terrible, I'm gonna sell it. Yeah, exactly. It's still got the tag in it. And I just think <coughs> my biggest message is self-care and self-love come together. If you care for yourself and you start to appreciate yourself and self-acceptance, you know. I worked a body part at a time. I still don't like a lot of part of my body and everyone's like, I wish it was as confident as you. My friends who know me know I'm not that confident. I have massive self-loathing issues. I have massive self-esteem issues. But you know what? I don't care what other people think because of what you feel about yourself is the most important. So if you have these issues, you need to work on yourself because as well, these things can affect your relationships with your friends, your family and your partners. And I really think to be the most happiest person you can be, you know, self-care is really important. Have that bubbly bath, have, you know, have that bit of chocolate if you want it. Don't feel bad about it. If you feel like you've got dysmorphia and eating issues, go to the damn doctors because they deserve, you deserve that help too. There's so many apps, there's so many mental health places. If you feel like you're struggling with your self-care and your self-esteem and stuff like that, it means that you probably do need some help as well. You can always message me on Miss Jigglepuff. I will, I'm more than happy for a chat. If you need some style tips or anything, give people messages. That's what us people out there are there for as well. Like, I love chatting to people. Obviously, I talk a lot anyway. But I love chatting to people. I mean, my favourite things to get is when people go, oh, my God, where did you get that? I now want that. Because if that means I've given someone else the, 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 the knowledge or the thought of, like, oh, my God, I think I could wear that now. I get I when I first started my mystical path, I'd get messages from like husbands saying my wife has just gone out and wore fishnets. She hasn't worn them since she was in her twenties, and she's only like thirty something maybe, and then coming up to forty, and and he's so happy because she's happy, and I I was just like I I think the first time I got messages like that I cried a little like got well I got teary because I'm a bit I, I think that goes back to what I've always said as well as like the best thing you can wear with your with your outfit is two things: best accessories. An attitude and a smile. Yes. Because if you're if you're smiling, smiles are infectious. Yes. If you're smiling in your outfit and you feel good, regardless of what you look like, yeah. regardless of what you're wearing and how you're wearing it, if you feel good and confident in your outfit and you go out with a smile, people aren't going to care if your butt looks a bit big or your skirt's a bit yeah. too short. You're happy and that smile is infectious. Smile, smiles. And eye contact, baby. That's the one. And, and a little hair flick. That's what I do. <laughs> and, and for me, I think if, if, with the body positivity thing is just get to know your body. Love who you are. Spend time with yourself. Masturbate. <laughs> that as well. Um, but, you know, get to, get to know your body. Because, you know, we all hear things like in the breast cancer awareness, get yes. to know your own boobs. Yeah. Get to know all your yes. body. Get to know if it's changing and yeah. you do may need to go to a doctor. Yeah. If you are feeling like you really loathe a part of your body and you know it's getting you down, maybe go and talk to a professional. You know, yeah. we we can give you all the advice in the world, but professionals are there for a reason. They yeah. have the degrees that we don't. And you, and you deserve the help. Don't feel like you don't deserve the help. Everyone that was, deserves help. I mean, I've just turned 34 and I'm only just getting the help this year. And I'm going to trauma therapy. I'm going through all things. And you know what? I should have done this 10 years ago. I've been through various therapies, anger management, all sorts. And you know what? You've got to take care of yourself because I wish I had done this years ago. My life would have been different. <laughs> and, I, you know, there's you can't have regret. 
you know you don't forget things but you can move on and but your past does you you've got to be accountable for your past um but you can't use your past as an excuse for who you are now and don't let it define you going forward do not my favorite quote by oscar Wilde: to define is to limit if you define your your part if you let your past and your um, present define your future your future is going to be limited Definitely. so just just be you get on with it. life is so hard so can we just love each other please please support and yourselves love yourself love yourselves. if you have a big bum embrace it if you have big boobs embrace it if you have a tongue give it a little squish and a little rub i love to slap mine every now and then because <laughs> she's cute she's cute <laughs> and you know we we can give you all the styling advice you need yeah. we can give you all the love over this microphone that you need but at the end of the day, the person who needs to love you more than anyone else is yourself. Yes. And much as I don't believe in the you need to love yourself before anyone else can love you, it you know, my partner loves me and it's taken me, we're what, 12 and a half years into our relationship and it's taken me eight of those years to start loving me. And yeah, there's part of my body I still dislike and there's other bits that I wish I could change. But I've got to that age of now accepting who I am and I will wear what I want. I will continue to wear what I want. And if someone else tells me that I need to change any part about myself, maybe they need an attitude adjustment because I shouldn't have to change who I am to fit their perceptions of what beauty is. Yes. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Definitely. Amen. And you are the beholder of yourself. Yes. So on that note, I'm going to thank Miss Jigglepuff for being here today. She's been a wonderful help on this podcast. Thank you. For I hope me. that this new format, I don't know how many we're going to get like this, but I'm going to try. I hope this new format is good. I'm hoping to come back and have some other conversations with her. Um, because I'd love to go down more the mental health route yeah, with sure, you as well, if you're yeah. up for that. Um definitely. so yeah, but thank you very much for listening. I'm gonna sign off and always remember whatever you do in life, just do you. Yay. You've been listening to Raven's Ramblings, hosted by Morrigan Raven. For more information on my social media sites, please visit my Anchor FM profile.